Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Ramsey Russell, or GetDucks.com, is arguably the individual that has spent the most time in Argentina. Probably spends 70 days, 80 days a year in Argentina, and that's because he just is a fanatic duck hunter. So I wanted to have him on as the first individual in a series in which we give you information about hunting in Argentina. We want to encourage you to just go hunt. We want to give you the information to make up your mind to decide that you want to go hunting. In today's day and age, tag allotments are getting smaller. Preference point creep is a reality. And I think that everyone's ready for an eye-opening experience or an eye-opening adventure somewhere in the world. So why not go to Argentina and experience it? So here's Ramsey Russell. We get into some details, short, sharp, to the point, as you expect, in the first series of us encouraging you to go hunt. So there's a reason why I started Blood Origins. And that reason is simple, is that I wanted to convey the truth about hunting. It brings awareness to, to non-hunters that it's, it's more than just killing animals. How do I start it? Brittany. My name, my name. is... <laughs> Does my hair look okay? It's fantastic. My name is Mike Axelrod. Start again. Yeah, I hated it too. <laughs> Braxton, you said something in the car to me. You said that you were living on borrowed time. There's a perception around who hunters are, what we're supposed to be, and a, a feminist that works for a non-profit that is a hunter that has only eaten wild game for the last 20 years is likely not the thing that people think about when it comes to a hunter. That was the thing to do. But now it tells me I can't leave the session again. So <laughs> well, I think it, I think you can't leave because I'm hitting record, which is oh, weird. Okay. This whole freaking I was I'm I'm getting more and more disappointed with Squadcast 
yeah, the more I it. use it. it. It used to be really good, and now they've they've gotten a little bigger, I think, and I'm just it's pissing me off. It's pissing me off. So let's just I'll I'll start from the top. So if you want, bring a gun, but it's gonna take you a little bit of time. So you would recommend people don't bring your guns, just enjoy the guns I, are pretty I, good. I, it, it it you know what, it's vacation. It's so easy just to rent a gun, rent a gun. You know what I'm saying? It, it, uh, I bring my own, but it's daunting. I'm there for a very long period of time. Uh, I do have clients bring guns, but it is vacation. Leave the gun, rent a gun. It makes life easy. So, Ramsey, somebody who uh, wants to go to Argentina, you're obviously in the duck hunting business. Can you just run through the things that people can do to hunt in Argentina? What do you mean think people can do? We, 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 have, we have duck hunting programs and we have combo programs, which are ducks, doves, pigeons, and perdees. Okay. So let's talk through those. Yep. <laughs> You're like, Kroger, Ask me a question. come on, man. This is crazy. So duck hunting, you, do people have to fly from Buenos Aires to somewhere else or do they, they can go straight from Buenos do, Aires? A lot of times you do. The hunts we, we represent down there, you do not. It can be a... Uh, typically a four to five and a half hour drive to the lodge. We do have one remote location, about an eight hour drive. And some people would rather have the convenience of a charter flight. We can put you to within three hours of that. Mm-hmm. Do, is there a, a local connection that you typically do? You just go, you just go to the local airport and uh, after a local airstrip and go. Once mo- Most of our hunts, if you're going to arrive a day early, uh, we'll get you to a hotel, and then the lodge will pick you up at the hotel the following morning. If you're going to take a charter flight, we'll meet you at Azazia Airport or the hotel and get you to the airstrip and fly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Very simple. The less moving pieces, the better. Sure. Absolutely. Absolutely. So the duck hunts, uh, what are people typically duck hunting there, Ramsey? Is it a mixed bag? Lots of different species? A lot Depends of different the- species. A lot of different species. Depending on the habitat, the year, the water conditions, uh, there's 14 or 15 waterfowl species to hunt down there. But it's typically mixed bag. When you're hunting in the marsh, uh, it's, it's going to be a, a pretty mixed bag, just depending on the time of year and water conditions, you know, what the habitat conditions are like. So, so some of those species are so cued in to certain areas. This past year up in the marshes, it was very shallow uh, because of drought, and it was heavy to till and pintail. Get in some knee-deep water or deeper, some, some fresh water, some flowing water during high water years, and just start picking up a lot more rosy bills. Mm-hmm. And and these are these all in one area, Ramsey? So yeah. someone can come into one place and they can hunt all these different areas? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, um, from Buenos Aires, we go south about six hours to north about eight hours, covering all of our different lodges, three provinces and uh, a pretty, bad, pretty big geography. You know, so you're committed to one lodge depending on the experience and uh, mm. the species and, and what exactly your objectives are. And what are typically people's objectives, Ramsey? Are they coming for a collection a of species? Have a or good they... time. They're, they're, they're all, our guys are all wanting to collect experiences. You can't bring the birds back for taxidermy. They prohibited the export of indigenous wildlife about 12 years ago. Okay. And everybody accepts that. And still we're filling up lodges with guys that just want to go have a good time. And I'll say this. Um, 
some of the places we hunt, it's wild. It, it, it's, it's, it's not baited. It's wild. And um, if you want to hunt wild ducks in a wild place, you can't pigeonhole somebody or, or circumstances by saying, well, I want to shoot X number of ducks a man a day. And we tell, we tell everybody, and we've told everybody for 20 years, we sell duck hunting experiences, not dead ducks. Dead ducks are a part of a duck hunting experience, but that isn't why people go. Mm-hmm. You know, and and even if they're even if you can't bring the birds back for taxidermy, people like to see and experience the new species and the new habitats and the new hunting styles and and the volume, which is 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 more generous than the United States. Right. Are all those ducks local, Ramsey? Are they coming yes. from somewhere? There, there are there are, there is a little bit of migratory plus going on down in Argentina. We do have. Uh, some of the widgeons will come up from Patagonia. Some of the rosy bills may come down from Brazil, but it's 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 mostly local birds that will express uh, a lot of nomadic tendencies, flying three or four hundred miles any direction just to exploit water and food. How how long are typically people coming in? If they're just doing, they're just coming in for duck hunting. Five Ramsey. days. Most of our clients. Some guys, just because of work and life circumstance, they can only come for three days. But most of our clients are hunting five to, gosh, I've got I've got a couple of clients hunting 20, 25 days, but they're exceptional. Most people are just hunting five days. They they land on a Sunday or a Monday, and they go back home on a uh, Saturday. You know, so for 10 hunting sessions, five days, and, 10 hunting sessions. And so they're hunting morning and afternoon down in yep, Argentina. Morning and afternoon. And when they combo, you said there's op- opportunities to combo. So you can combo out of the same lodge for ducks, for doves, for oh, piddies. Yeah. Some of our most popular trips are, uh, we, we've got to hunt lapaz. It's ducks, doves, pigeons, perdives. And in a five-day period, you'll go duck hunting three mornings and dove hunting two afternoons, pigeon hunting one day. And uh, and that's just like duck hunting with hiking boots on. And then maybe we'll go to a feedlot and shoot. Doves, pigeons, parakeets, something that that mm-hmm. sometimes ducks coming in, something like that, mm-hmm. and uh, maybe go perdiz hunting one day, and that's a huge adventure. You know what? What you hear so many people talk about on that particular thing is uh, a lot of times we horseback ride into the marshes, and and I just clients love that kind of stuff. There's no ATVs, there's no Argos, there's horses and foot, and that that just it takes it to a nice fun level. So people are being taken to their duck blinds on horseback? Absolutely. Oh, my gosh. Mm-hmm. Man, we, we eat breakfast and get up and drive out to the field. And when we get there, there's, I don't know, eight eight horses with gaucho saddles tethered up. <laughs> and nothing wild and crazy. It's it's um, it's almost like a pony ride at, at the church fair, you know. But, it, but it's just those horses will go and walk through stuff that we can't. And um, when we get to where we're going, they'll, they'll tie them off, and we just walk, go stand in the blind, shoot our ducks, and come back out with them. Mm-hmm. Huge adventure. Oh, I've, you know, I'm I'm always jealous. Well, I'm not. I am. Yes, I'm always jealous because I think honestly, one of the best IG stories on Instagram is Ramsey Russell when he's on tour. Thank you. Um. I, 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 you know, I'm not a big fan of all the biology of the birds because I'm not a birdie, right? I, I, I make that known to everyone. Even in my restoration world, I'm just not a bird guy. I just don't do yeah, birds. I get that. But the places you hunt, 
um you know and and i've 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 been fortunate enough to come across the same kinds of people that interacted with you like in south australia the glen fallers of the world um and uh yeah man is there a let me you know just to diverge from you know, argentina first go ahead but what i was going to say is that's interesting it's because uh like i say we sell experiences but duck hunting experiences are so subjective based on the user Elk hunters, I would say, and maybe I'm, I'm, I'm generalized because I'm not a big game hunter, but elk hunters go to Colorado to do one thing, shoot an elk. Mm-hmm. And uh, But duck hunters are so different. It's like it, it never ceases to amaze me. We do, uh, a lot of times we do client follow-ups, questionnaires. Four guys go to Argentina for five days at the same lodge, and we send them a questionnaire, and they all say, oh, they loved it. But then the comments, they loved it for different reasons. You know, some guys are into the bird. They're bird nerds like myself, or some people are into the the whole experience, the food, uh, the scenery, the local cultures. It's just it's just amazing to get out of your backyard and go immerse yourself fully into an experience like that. And and that and we try to reflect that on our social media. Be it, I, I am in kind of into birds, you know, but not everybody <laughs> is. No, it's fantastic, man. I really, really love it. Ramsey, how much would it cost for someone to do this? Five days of duck hunting. Like, what? What's the average cost that we, someone? We is... run value-oriented hunts, and uh, we're we're middle of the road. Too cheap scares me. Too expensive. You're paying for something other than the actual duck hunt, and and our hunts are running uh, nine hundred fifty dollars a day plus expenses, which are which are firearms and ammo and getting there, and uh, probably a ballpark for. Ballpark uh, gonna be eighty five hundred to ten grand all in. All in. And you say, "Oh, that's crazy." Well, I'm basing that on I'm basing that on uh, I'm basing that on Coach Airfare, which I fly. Most of my clients fly first class, and their their first class <laughs> ticket's gonna be that much. Right. You know? Right. Well, if you have the points, it's worthwhile stretching out flat. You know that's that. Right. Whenever you that's get right. that upgrade, you're like, "Oh my gosh, tonight is gonna be amazing." That is. <laughs> Um, Ramsey, have you? I know that you have done this, but have you hunted anything else in Argentina that yeah. doesn't fly? That doesn't fly in the air? Yeah, I, I have shot uh, over the years. God, I've been going for a long time. I've shot everything. I've shot uh, shot the buffaloes. I've shot the red stag. I've shot um, capybara, black buck, nutrias. Armadillas, <laughs> foxes. I've shot a lot of the stuff down there, just just you know, pursuant to hunting, perdies. Uh, but but the big game wise, I've shot the I've shot a lot of the uh, non-indigenous big game, and shot a few capybaras back when you know they're legal, and uh, some provinces are protected. I would like to go shoot the uh, the mountain lion, the puma, mm-hmm. and um, they are legal to hunt in a few provinces, but they're not exportable. Boy, I'd right. love to go. I'd love to go horseback ride and get off into the mountains and hunt the pumas because that's, that's a big deal when you talk to the people that do it. Yeah. Uh, but a lot of your, a lot of the brocket deer, a lot of the the small game like that are now protected. A lot of their local indigenous wildlife, and probably for good reason. Um, but yeah, you know, and it's it's it's. Uh, I'm a duck hunter. I'm a shotgunner by trade, but I do it for a living. I hunt so much. I do this stuff for a living, Robbie and. Somebody asked me last night in a podcast, do I ever hunt big game? I said, yeah, that's kind of sort of what I do for fun. This this past year going to Argentina. Yeah, you had, had a, a great South African hunt, didn't you? I, oh, I loved it. 
but, but well, that's a good point. South Africa's what what sent you know broke the ice on on getting back in the big game. When I was a young man in college, I wanted to be a deer biologist, and I went down to South Texas and got into intensive white-tailed deer management for fun. I'd go out and shoot birds and fell in love with it, doves and quail and ducks. And and uh, and, and then the pendulum swung the other way, and now just for fun and recreation and just something to do for my vacation, I like to go out and shoot a rifle. Mm-hmm. And uh, this year down at – this year hunting a, a, a hunting red stag down in Argentina was a really cool experience. I had really not ever – spot and stalk for big game during a roar and i had a really good time killed a killed a nice bull not a great bull but i'm not a trophy hunter but it's just the experience just seeing the bull when you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. He popped over the ridge line, and we, we kind of crept over and peeked. Well, we realized he was he couldn't see us. He was in a bowl. And we could hear him roaring, and he was with a bunch of his his, his females. And uh, as we walked over trying to approach with the wind, we stepped into a herd of more does. And mm. so we just, and boy, usually when they stampede, they pull the whole herd with them. <laughs> we got quiet, and they just kind of went away. And the whole time, he's bellering, Wah! roaring over the ridge. And I can just see the, the tips of his of his of his uh, tines, and uh, it, the wind is blowing from him to me. The sun's at my back. We walk over, and, and I just fifteen animals sitting in that little basin. He's the first one I laid eyes on, and he's looking dead at me, roaring, but he can't see me because the sun's at my back. And it's like it's like a it's like a Josie Wells moment, you know. You just kind of spit, and, and, he, and, you, and you got him. Yeah, I mean, it's just it's it's that moment, and I really. Really enjoyed it. He was a nice, mature bull, and I, I just really had a great time. And just the way those those locals they 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 use knives that look like big old foot long steak knives called facons. Mm-hmm. Literally looks like a steak knife, and uh, they'll break out three or four different sizes, and in ten minutes, they have got that animal caped and quartered and in back of the truck ready to roll just complete professionals and that was that was pretty cool to see and participate in last thing uh some argentinian delicacies um they're a big meat big meat red wine culture right ramsey yes big big meat culture and um gosh they eat everything everything from nose to tail they eat everything on a cow but the moo and i mean Inside and out, and you know, actually, when I got back this year, they eat everything on the cow but the moo. Ramsey Russell, freaking, you know, has anybody suggested that we need to make a book of Ramsey Russell isms? (laughs) Yeah, well, it's the truth. You know, they've they've got cuts of beef, Uh, and it's like I had a butcher down there, and I actually recorded him for a little bit. I'm like, you know, here in America. You want to order a, a side of beef and have it cut, you're going to get so many steaks, so much ground. What about the ribs? What about, yeah, what about the know, short part, ribs, parts man? Of the beef parts short of ribs. Everything. Yeah. Yes. And, and it's, it's like uh, some of my favorite cuts, they've got a cut, uh, it's the twitch muscle. And and it's, 
high in fat and, and it's beef and it and you grill it and it's so good and the uh, the sweet breads, the large intestines, so many cuts of meat they've got are absolutely delicious. Oddly enough, they don't eat liver. I think it's because they grill everything and it's kind of and they like things well done, so the liver would be kind of iron tasting. But mm-hmm. um, that's that's the delicacy. Although when you get around some of these nice restaurants, or I was there for my birthday this year, and they said we're going to have a special birthday dinner, and they grilled a lamb. And uh, I don't oh, I'd say it's a hundred pound lamb. They quartered him up and put him over the hot coals, low and slow, and they kept. They kept ladling it every five or ten minutes. They ladle on this mustard-based chimichurri, and I couldn't imagine what that was going to taste like. I didn't. I did not think it was going to be as good as it was. When they come in, they said, "Well, which parts do you want to start with?" I said, "The ribs." I ate so much it was like thumping a ripe watermelon. There after about second or third helping, it was just absolutely <laughs> delicious. I've had goat. That's amazing. And um, so the, the the food is good. The wine is great. You know, we just drink a lot of table wines there, but it's it's all just absolutely amazing. Have you got a engraved Ramsey Russell Mate cup yet? No, I travel with my own. Okay, yeah, I, I was I about to say nothing fancy. I just I stopped at the truck stop and bought it, and uh, and I do en- I do enjoy drinking it. I I take a nap and uh, get up from my nap and. Drink a few cups of mate before the afternoon hunt. Explain to those that don't know what we are talking about. What is mate? It's it's an herb. It's like drinking a green herbal tea, and they that's, put it in this little gourd, and they 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 uh they fill it, it up and, with. It's like it, fill it up yeah. with like very coarse tea leaves, right? There's no bag. Yes. It's just filled up with coarse leaves. Yeah. And then and they walk around with. The, I've learned, you know, I've, I've I've learned, you know, you don't just fill it up and fill up your mug, you. You 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 put your mate in there, and you fill it up just to the to the curve of the mate cup, and let mm-hmm. it sip. And and, you, and a mate drinker walks around with his cup and, and a, a flask you know, and a thermos, <laughs> thermos you know, under his arm. <laughs> you know, they do sell coffee there, but when you go to like a truck stop, it's got a lot of coffee. They've also got big pay-as-you-go hot water tanks where they, everybody can fill up a thermos for mate. And it's potent, though. It's it's like I there's a shit is. ton of it, caffeine in there. Yeah, like 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 uh, like iced tea or something, you know, like tea. I, I enjoy it, and uh, it's just fun to sit around with the uh, the locals with the help and sip mate and BS about nothing. Well, Ramsey, I wanted to keep these short and to the point. If someone's interested in duck hunting, general hunting in Argentina, how can they get a hold of you, my man? Go to GetDucks.com. Check us out at Ramsey Russell Get Ducks. Uh, but go to GetDucks.com. Check out Argentina. All the details are there just for the world to see what's included, what's not. Sharp pencil and pen. You've got it figured out what your cost is going to be. Call me for details. And if you have a hard time making up your decision, you know what I, what I suggest to a lot of people that think they're going to go to Argentina one time, do, do, the, uh, do the combo. But if, if I had a nickel for every time somebody thought it was going to be their only time and they, they went two and three and four times later, um, I, I wouldn't have to sell hunts. I mean, it's just it's just you, you end up going. The thing about a good, a good sampler like what we sell, it's like a box of chocolates. You get to pick through them and see what you really like. You get to experience them all. Then when you come back another time, you get to maybe decide to go just do ducks or just do doves or just do something and stick with the flavor you like. 
Well, Ramsey, you're one of my favorite individuals. I love watching you on Instagram, and uh, I hope you have a phenomenal duck season here in America. And uh, you know we're just a, a phone call away if you ever need anything from us, okay? Thank you very much. Always, Robbie. Cheers, mate. Well, that's it for today. I appreciate you listening, as always. Leave a review, share it with your friends, and most importantly, do what's right to convey the truth around hunting.